What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Stakes is High podcast, a real podcast having real conversation with real people. And I'm your host, Jones. Uh, I want to this week, I kind of did like um, uh, an episode just kind of that's going to be interrupting my my scheduled episodes that I have planned. Um, usually I've, I have uh, episodes that's coming. So please um, uh, be prepared for those. But this week I wanted to do a episode of uh, an event that happened uh, about a week ago. I think it is now. Uh, Jesse Williams had a speech and, you know, I, of course it shook, it shook the, you know, uh, social media and just kind of shook what was going on as far as his, his speech that he had. Um, you know, I've been hearing all the different, you know, the different conversations about this. So what I wanted to do was I wanted to have an episode that's going to be given like, uh, uh, get being able to let, let individuals give their point of view and, Today, I, I, I have a guest here. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to have my individual today that I wanted to have a conversation about this speech. And he's going to give his point of view. And then on the second part, I want to be able to bring a couple a couple other guests in. And we're just going to have an open conversation about both point of views of the speech. Uh, this week, um, well, today, I'm the first part of my uh, podcast or the episode today I have a good friend back. I have Weston. He's back from you guys listen to him on um, the life of a firefighter. What's going on, Weston? What's going on, man? Man, welcome back, man. Yeah, thanks for having me again, man. You're going to have to be the co-host. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, what I wanted to do, man, um, you know, I wanted I wanted you to kind of because we 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 openly had a conversation, you know, somewhat about the well, not quite. I just kind of wanted to you to kind of express some of your feelings on on it before we went we engaged in, in the back and forth of the of the speech and um, you know i wanted you in fairness i wanted to have a conversation with someone that i know that's not a racist that's um you know grew up around grew up in marion at marion high school and you know have all all different friends white black right hispanic whoever so right. in fairness i wanted to have this conversation with someone that i can fairly and openly say that I don't think that's a racist. So what I wanted to do, I wanted you to kind of share some of your your concerns or your dislike or whatever it was that you had about the speech or likes about the speech. And, um, you know, I guess I just kind of wanted to get the perspective from a white guy or, you know, a, a, you know, someone that's of, you know, white, that white America that I would say. And I guess I don't guess I don't think you represent all. But, you know, if and if I can just have a conversation with you know, someone who white who has an opinion about the speech. Right. And maybe just, you know, deeper into the content of what, um, you know, just w whatever he was talking about in the right. speech, you know. So with this, I'm not going to go back and forth. I just kind of more so giving you a platform to kind of express how you feel about the speech. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So you fair? You good with that? Yeah. I'm all right. Cool. Cool. Um, well, first of all, um, did you know who Jesse Williams was before? Yes, I did. The speech. Okay. The, the only reason that I knew who he was, because okay. my wife is a nurse, and her and her friends watch, you know, Grey's Anatomy, mm -hmm. and without her friends, like we had the conversation a little while ago, they compared my the way I look to the way he looks, and okay. I was like, okay, let me check this out, and I, so I pulled him up online, I was like, okay, you know, good looking <laughs> dude, you know, 
he's a heartthrob on I'll TV. Take that. I was like, yeah, that's a good compliment, you know. <laughs> All right, cool. I mean, but being white to black, it was just kind yeah. of ironic. You know, he's a lighter guy. I'm a little darker during the summer. Right, We're a white right. guy, so um, yeah, that's that's how I actually knew, knew who, he who he was. Right, okay, so okay. a couple years back. You know? So did you did you know about his? Um, you know his 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 humanitarian and just kind of what he's what he's done as far as just even just some of his his beliefs and what he you know what he believed in i had no idea until this speech and then i've looked a couple things up i've watched the speech i think four times now okay and you know i probably would have only watched it the clip it's a few times just because they pop up and then i watched the speech once because it, it aroused my curiosity you know i wanted to see actually i was like oh now hold on they're calling this guy this way and then they're calling the guy this way black people are saying this and white people are saying this let me just watch the speech on my own right and and form my own opinion and it the speech started out i was like okay i mean this guy is going in a good direction they're taking like this one little excerpt out and showing you this one thing and saying oh this is why so i said ah oh, no nah. so i gave him a chance and i mean we was watching a little bit together and I right right up. right i said oh you know this this is this is good. The, it started out good. It started out positive. I mean, it was, it was definitely pro-black, which is which is fine. You know, I mean, you you find your cause, you go with it, and you support it, and feed it as much as you can on the level that you know that you are able to give at. Mm -hmm. And then somewhere in the middle, it started taking a turn for. I really don't like white people, and hmm. it just. You know, it's this invention called whiteness is what he called it. And okay. we're exploiting their culture. And I was like, I'm like, their culture, they're, they're Americans, first of all. I was like, people dress like the Beatles. Mm -hmm. People dress like Elvis. People dress like Run DMC. It doesn't matter. It's their art. That's the ultimate form of flattery. If somebody does something, mm -hmm. dresses away or acts away, and then it's imitated, that's flattery. I mean, okay. that's... Flattery, flattery in the purest form. If somebody is trying to emulate and duplicate you, I don't know what else. What else you're asking? Now he's saying, I don't want white people to act like black people because it's it's against, you know, it's it's against what he thinks is right. Like, and discarding us like uh, rinds of rotted fruit. Come on, man. I mean, you can make it as poetic as you want, okay. but you're just saying, you know. I'm I'm against it. I got this big crowd of black people here. Okay. I'm the greatest. Did you so but you knew his mom's white. Yeah, I so okay. I didn't know until until then I was like, but his mom is white and which really didn't I mean, I was like sitting there going, Okay, you know, I'm, and his mom was she didn't look so enthused. I mean, she's happy that her son is right. obviously successful and a heartthrob and other ways besides just being on film mm -hmm. and now he's got this cause that he's for and he's right, doing great right. and people are supporting him which that's what any mother you know it's any mother or father or parent period that's right. i mean yeah, you're, sure. your kid's successful and that's, sure. you're, you're very proud that they're a successful person so okay so did it make you feel uncomfortable just you know with the conversation that he was it didn't make me feel uncomfortable but to me i mean from the, I don't know Jesse Williams. This is the first time that I've actually listened to him okay. speak on anything besides, I may have heard an acting interview about Grey's Anatomy right. one right. time right. or something, but it just rolled off. You know, I never even yeah. thought a second one time about it after that. But it just seemed like 
it was the better the controversy, the better his speech was. So, mm. I, I mean, I'm like, yeah. and he left so many open, like. Yeah, you did uh, tell me that. You said we're going to mobilize. Like well, what are you going to mobilize? And we'll make it our country or they'll, or we'll change it in our country. Well, what you're doing right now is, is segregating yourself even farther, saying that we want to basically be better than white people. It, it, you can't go from one extreme to the other extreme. And I understand, he said, you got to first study and our oppression before you. First of all, Jesse, you were never oppressed. Mm. You probably grew up, I mean, you have decent looking parents that obviously raised a successful young man. Right. And so the oppression, we, you are not included in that we, Jesse. Maybe the people before you were, maybe your father was at some point, mm. but you never were. Times are more equal right now than they have ever been. But speeches like this make other people, not me, but there's other, because he's one person to me. Mm. I mean, he's one person. And I don't agree with what he says, but right. there's going to be people out there that, that are going to follow what he says. Mm. So he needs to take more uh, caution in what his tongue is spitting out than what, what he, I mean, he's not thinking totally about the best thing for all people. It's, it was a little frustrating for me going, and this whole room is clapping. They don't even know what they're clapping for half the time. I mean, it was mm. the open generalizations that he was making. Yeah, was, that's what I was going to ask you about because I mean, you did speak of that. You said it was, it was I mean, if, I, I don't have, I didn't memorize the speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. But if you go back, too. you can, you, there'll be like a one part and you'll be like, and just pause it and think about what he said and be like, what does he mean by that? Like, uh, because I didn't know. I mean, and the people in the audience that were, and then, and then he started on, he said, and this, at first I'd like to thank black women for putting themselves first. And I was like, so all of the women immediately stood up and started clapping before they even knew mm. what he was even saying. So you think he, it was for he was rallying, he's like rallying the troop. Man. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's all he was doing at the time. And that's, if you listen to the speech, that's why I said it started out so good. I mean, it was like, Okay, I mean, we started listening to it that one time, and I was like, okay, right here. Mm -hmm. That's a good part. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm down with what he says right there. But then he went to another part, and I was like, okay, I'm still good with that. It doesn't really affect me, mm -hmm. but if that's, what you're, if that's what you're supporting, and, you know, hopefully you're triumphing on that. I mean, I'd, but when he started going and saying that white people are tossing them aside and mm -hmm. breeding their culture and using them up and – so do you think that do you feel like that's a personal attack because you are white, you know, and he's I, saying that about it felt know, a little white. like it was a personal attack on all white people. Like he, okay. he, he bundled all white people into one group. And I'm like, that's what you want to get away from mm -hmm. is people bundling all black people into one group. And you just did the same thing to white people. Right. I mean, interesting. OK. I mean, that's what it felt like. Yeah. 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 Um, I think. Well, like I said, I'm not going to I wanted you to, you know, tell me what, you know, how you felt about it, because I think it's in fairness. I think that is a conversation that needs to be had. I mean, if individuals I think when we when we have a conversation and it's and if it leaves individuals feeling a certain way about it, I think they should have a platform, especially for someone who's not doing considered, you know, doing the things that he said, you know, right. And. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I, I have, I don't want to go. I, I wanted no, you to, this is for you okay. to, and, and like I said, I just wanted to, you know, because I wanted to have a person on who's, um, 
Like I said, I feel that's not a racist. You just bought me steak today. I appreciate the steak. Yeah. How much I owe you? <laughs> no, I'm good. No. I'm good. You got me breakfast yesterday. All right, so. cool. <laughs> but no, I wanted I wanted an individual to come on that I felt that it was fair to where once you know I have I have a, the second part come on the second the second part of this I want to be in fair enough to where I can defend you and be like no he's saying this in concerns of really wanting to know like no hey I don't agree with this or you know it's not coming from a bad place you do, know yeah I mean do do I think there's still a problem yeah and absolutely. that's what I was going to ask you yeah, absolutely yeah, okay. I, I I agree that there's still a problem it's it's not on the super scale that it used to be mm-hmm. it's more toned down and it's still you know there's still strides that the whole American people need to make this is okay. not just about a black and white thing this is the whole thing that they and and he brought up another thing about all of the kids that were getting killed by police and how they can de-escalate against the white people but mm-hmm. for some reason against the black no it just happens to be that there's more white cops than there are black cops okay and they when it's now it's so mainstream that bad news is the only good news so if something happens where somebody doesn't get shot, there's right. nobody there saying, oh, well, this person is, you know, this black cop killed this white person. Well, I don't even care about that. Right. What I'm saying is, the, for the record, like when the whole Baltimore thing went down, okay. and everybody was mad and up in arms, this, this is the same thing. It's just... It what got, you talking about, the Freddie Gray? Freddie Gray. Yeah. Okay. And they found out that the six, six, or was it six or seven people that were involved... I think it was cops. You mean yeah, 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 yeah. like three were black men mm-hmm. and one was a black woman. So over half of the people that were involved in that were black. Oh well, then you didn't hear anything about it. It just got mm-hmm. swept under the rug. Gotcha. Now it's not a problem anymore because it was black on black, even though it was a cop. It should have been a police on a person, uh, on a citizen. That's right. I mean. Okay. And, and don't get me wrong. Like I said, I agree that there is some problems out there, yeah, especially yeah. when you go to certain areas. But guess what? You're not gonna find me on the south side of Chicago. I'm not gonna get my I'm not gonna get my my free walk through there. It's that's dumb for me to go there. Okay. And I, that's a problem as well. But as far as Jesse Williams is concerned, he's not trying to address the actual problems of the United States. He was addressing the the problems that are in our face that I think that he thought would get him more notoriety. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, uh, don't get me wrong, he may have all good intent, right? but on that speech right there, he, you lost me, man. I cool. mean, I, I, cool, man. I, I, I most definitely, uh, I, I wanted to, I wanted to like, when you brought it up, I wanted to have conversation, but I was like, yo, I thought like after the day, we, cause I think we started talking about it and then something happened yeah, where we, maybe we got a run. Yesterday or the day before. Yeah, yeah. Last day. And, uh. We didn't end up getting a chance to talk about it. And I thought about it when I went home because, of course, it's all over Facebook and all the different right. social media. And I was like, I wanted you to give your point of view on this and then we can have, you know, another, a part two of it. And then we can have people listen to it and say, hey, this is why this happened or, you know what I mean? Right. So, right. so, yeah, man, I, I appreciate it, man. Um, you know, I'm going to do for the listeners. I will do another part of this. This is the first part. So keep listening and, you know. Give me a couple seconds and you'll hear the second part of this. All right. Thanks, Weston, man. Hey, thanks for having me. Man. All right, man. Peace, everybody. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back uh, to part two of this episode. Uh, I have some fellows with me today um, coming back from uh, first the first introduction, uh, coming back from coming back to Indianapolis from uh, Houston. I got my buddy Dez. What's going on, bro? 
Yo, just uh, chilling, man. Happy to be here. Thanks for the invite. Welcome back, man. Feels good to be home. When you leaving? I'll be here for like a week more, man. Oh, cool. We can, we can kick it then. Absolutely. All right, man. Uh, he brought his partner with him, man. We have... Um, introduce your boy, man. Um, yeah, so th this is my homeboy, my real close homeboy. Uh, we met each other when I lived in St. Louis. Um, cat from L.A. I don't really fool a lot of L.A. cats, but this guy right here, <laughs> he's mad cool. So his name's Brian. How's everybody doing today? Yeah, what's going on, man? Nothing much, nothing much. Just, you know, getting used to being out here. Been out here about a year. Yeah, man. I remember you moved out here, man. We actually talked about a podcast. I remember at, at Kilroy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Cool, man. Well, welcome, man. Um, Welcome to the podcast, man. Hopefully this won't be your last one. Of course not. Cool, cool. All right, man. Next, I have uh, I have some fellas, man, from a, um, another podcast, man. I uh, I got some cats, man. Uh, please support these fellas. Um black business they're doing their thing man good podcast i listen to every one uh, i got the fellas from the wolf pack uh also wolf pack slash uh stakes is high podcast tc <laughs> <laughs> oh what's up man what's going on man welcome back bro man thanks for having me back all right man glad, uh, glad to be on the show once again cool man you know cool. you done you done branched repeat, out man repeat offender hey but i told you man i said hey whenever you need me on the on the mic, just hit no me doubt. up. I'm sure right. I did. You sure know, I did. I know a home at. <clears throat> cool, know. man. Cool, man. Uh, you out here. Yeah, man. Right on, man. Welcome back. Uh, and I got Marco, man. What's going on, bro? Not much, man. I'm out here because teamwork makes the dream work. I'm yes, here sir. to support black business. There's nothing wrong with family competition as long as we getting it together. Exactly, man. Straight exactly. Up. Hey, y'all fellas, tell me about the Wolfpack, man. Tell the listeners about the Wolfpack, where uh, they can find y'all and everything. Uh, Wolfpack Lounge, man. You can find us, WLFPK Lounge. Uh, pretty much all social media, Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, as far as our posts, you can find us on SoundCloud, uh, iTunes, and Google Play. Um, again, each place searchable by uh, Wolfpack Lounge, W-L-F-P-K Lounge. Cool. Easy, man. Marco, uh, what's your, what is it? What's, what's you guys, basically, what's your podcast about? What do you guys talk about and everything man, like that? You know how you just sit around and you just start talking BS and it goes a little deep. And you sit there and you're like, man, I wish other people can hear that. We just record that conversation, man. We have antics. Right. And we feel That's like the actors need to That's get out dope. there sometimes. And some point of views need to be heard because, you know, everybody don't think the same. Hey, man, what I really appreciate about you guys' podcast, man, I appreciate that you guys are all friends, man. You guys, yeah. this is basically conversation that y'all have amongst yeah. each other anyway. How far do y'all go back? Man, back to college, man. We all met in college, um, some of us uh, before others, but... Um, around the, around the range of oh one to when you get there oh three oh two oh two, so around oh one oh two man it's about as, well two thousand some of the cats came through in two thousand but two thousand and two thousand three and uh man you you talk about long lasting friends man we, we 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 made friends way back then and, and we all still kick it and uh and you know we always have a good time we always you know kind of been. Uh, quote unquote life of the party when we all together we you know we silly we have fun hey that's legit um, too they, they they legit goofy all of them. <laughs> yeah we have a good time man that's and cool. uh, a lot of people you know enjoy just us having a good time and so we like you know let's kind of let's kind of bring that you know full force you know not just in a party atmosphere you know, it's just talk and just be us on the microphone let people hear us and so, that's dope. That's dope. you want to know what's funny about that uh, I met Dez before I met all these Wolfpack cats. <laughs> Damn, dude. Oh, what, football? <laughs> no, that's true. Dorms. It takes it back to the dorm when I used to smash Marco and uh, Madden like 2002. 
2003. I have no idea why he's oh. receiving this inaccurate information. <laughs> Smashing what? Madden. Oh, and Madden. Yeah. Yeah. That's dope, man. I missed the Madden part. Cool, man. Well, welcome, man. Y'all, 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 y'all took the graphic designer, man. Y'all cheating, bro. Nah, <laughs> y'all got hey. TC, man. Y'all hey. cheating. <laughs> well, you, well, hey, well, you get the cover photo. Yeah, bro, he hooked bro. me up. He hooked Straight me up. Cool, hey, I told you. I'm loyal, man. Cool, man. So um, let's jump into it, man. So you guys heard Weston, man. And um, you guys heard the first part of the podcast, just as the listeners, uh, the episode, I'm sorry, just like the listeners uh, just heard that part, uh, part one. Um, I want to jump into it, but but before I go, um, before I start, I'm sorry. Uh, Weston wanted me to relate. He forgot to say something, man. He wanted me to let he his last point that he wanted to make was that um, you know Jesse Jesse Williams. He said that he you know he received award for being a humanitarian. He was like, you know, he didn't understand how he's pe- preaching this separation. He felt that basically he should be preaching that you know let's come together. So I just wanted to let I told him right. I, I, would, I would say that, you know what I'm saying? So I wanted to be fair in this sense. So um, like I said in the beginning, man, this is a good dude. Um, I don't I think this is coming from a, a good place, you know, of curiosity. You know, I don't I, I don't think it's coming from a place of a person who who just wants to disagree because he has this hate in him. So I just want to be clear with that. But um, let's jump into it, man. How How, how do you guys feel about, you know, what did you guys appreciate from the conversation that he had in the beginning? Whoever. I, I mean, what did I appreciate? I appreciated that he was pure and honest, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I think that was a good thing about you having him speak by himself was the fact that he could just speak freely. Yeah. And, and really what that does for us as a black community is that allows us to know what people outside of the black community think, right? Exactly. exactly. Um, and, and so that's good. I think a lot of people may get upset about what he said or feel some type of way about what he said, but we need to know what they think so that way we can properly inform them. So Exactly. And I think that, um, to piggyback off what Dad said, um, the fact that you, know, you had him on to express himself without interruption, without rebuttal, yeah. you know, just hey this is how i feel i just want to get it out yeah. so you, so he can actually be heard cuz i mean you you understand you, with this situation if you put him in a room with us at that point on this subject he's a minority and can get overtalked exactly. we won't hear his points we won't right. hear his point right, of view right, right. you know cut him off whatever the case so i i appreciate that he was able to just hey i'm just going to air it out this is how i feel this is what i think you know these are my questions i may have this is my point of view, whatever. And, and, you know, we can hear them loud and clear. Cool, cool. And that was kind of my point. Um, go ahead, Marco. What you going to say? I think that says a lot about you and his relationship and that he can, I, you know, sometimes you don't want to hear that conversation, but it's good that he was able to come to you because there's no one at work that's going to come ask me about that Jesse Williams speech. Yeah, yeah. No one. But since he came <laughs> in action, it's like it's good that he's comfortable enough to do it. I don't know if like, you know, me, I'm 6'3", 260. I don't know if I'm an intimidating looking black dude or everyone assumes I'm going to angry black dude, but if someone comes to me, I want to have that talk because that lets me know they're thinking, you know, that, that made them feel a certain type of way because if, if I hear something and it doesn't give me an emotion to it, I just don't care about it. You know what right, I mean? Right, so right, it's right. good that he's open to have that conversation with you and to, cool. to learn. Okay, cool. Yeah, man, and that was kind of my point. You know, I, I, there was things that I wanted to rebuttal during his during the talk, but I wanted him to be able to speak free and just get it all, just like you guys are saying. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, good observation. But, um, well, before I go into what he was talking about, just, I mean, can we all agree, 
or, or how did you guys feel about the speech? Just keeping it real short, how did you guys feel about the speech? I, I feel as if Jesse does a great job, and no matter what his venue is, no matter what the platform is, he's going to give you something. Okay. So it was like, all right, I got my moment to talk. I'm going to throw this out there. Thank you for it. the award. Thank you for the FCS. Boom. Let's talk about this, this real stuff happening in life, and let's keep it going. So I like that he doesn't care what stage he's on. He's going to say something. Dope, dope. Great, Brian. I just thought it was cool that it did what it was supposed to do. It's creating dialogue, right? So right. the idea that your that your boy came and talked to you is part of why Jesse talked about it, right? So it's it's creating dialogue and not debate. So the the ability for us to talk about this, talk it out, is what is probably most important out of all of this, right? So right. whether I agree or disagree, you had a, a assumingly educated conversation or a basic conversation where it wasn't clouded by, oh, I want to win this debate, I want to win this argument, or I'm better than you. Or, nah, it's a conversation. This is how I felt about it. This is how you felt about it. And I think that's the most important piece out of all of this. We're, we're sitting around talking about it right now, right? So I cool. think that's what's the most important piece. Cool. Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, y'all, y'all pretty much hit it right on the head, right. man. Um, yeah, yeah, we can roll. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> y'all hit it on the head, yeah. man. Y'all got me. I don't cool. got anything. Okay. Um, so... Let's go ahead and, you know, kind of go into the conversation of what, you know, Weston was saying, you know, initially, you know, Dez, as we were, you know, as we were listening, I know, you know, at times, you know, I guess there was certain parts that you automatically was like, no, that's not, that's not what happened. That's not what he said. Or what are some of the things that you felt like that he maybe misquoted or misunderstood what he was talking about, you know? And, and what, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that, um, I think he's a prime example of, um, not to go political, but I think he's a prime example of the Donald Trump movement, right? So a lot of time it's about what you may, like these blurbs that you hear or you see on social media or on the news or whatever it may be without truly researching what it was. Now, he said he listened to the speech four times, but a lot of it, I think, was misinformed. One thing he said was um, his mom didn't seem excited about it. Well, where do you get that from? Like, I don't, I don't get that. Uh, another thing was he's against, he doesn't like white people. His mom's white. How does he not like white people? That doesn't make sense. Um, just different things like that. So it seems like he's misinformed, um, number one, which I think is a huge issue overall when it comes to race relations because, you know, I think that obviously you may grow up a certain way and you may learn certain things, but then you just kind of go with those things just because somebody taught you that or somebody told you that. Um, but that's not really true. So, you know, it, I mean, in that case, he said something like, you know, folks are he was divisive in, in what he was saying. No, he's not divisive. What he's saying is, you know, we're going to have a united America or we're going to make it united. Right. So, you know, either you're going to listen to our issues and you're going to change them or, you know, we're going to have to take steps to make sure that it happens. And that's not a threat. That's not, you know, that's not divisive. That's just saying, look, we built this country, basically. And mm-hmm. and why do we not have equal equal rights? Right. We just had the Fourth of July Independence Day. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, where's that come from? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, sure. I'm not going to go there. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. No, but I mean, that's I mean, maybe that's something we can, you know, we can we can go and, off of. And, and to kind of piggyback off, you know, what Dad said, um, I feel that. Whenever some, whenever someone speaks up and you know it gets the intent, the the attention of the masses, you know this has just been 
you know, broadcast, news, social media, you know, any kind of medium that you want to think of. I feel that, you know, with him being a white man, I always feel they take the defense when um, we have something positive or saying, hey, you know, this is what we're going through. This is what we want to change, what we want to stop, you know, in order for us to be unified. And it's all, and it's always someone taking the defense, in my opinion, just by us saying, like, okay, this is what's bothering us. This is, you know, what we don't like. This is what needs to change in order for things, for, for us to... Um, to be unified, basically. So uh, let me ask you a question. So, I mean, you made a good point. So do you think that when we speak of the injustices that's happening to us, white people become defensive? Is that yeah. is that kind of where you're, where yes. you're going with it? Okay. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think this is why, though. I think it's – I'm sorry, Marco. I, I think it's really because a lot of times um, – and this is based off, I mean, I, I went to high school with 70% white people. I went to college where it was only like 7 or 8% black people. Right. Um, and so I think that, you true, know, true. a lot of times white people feel like, I mean, they're just in their own world and everything is just fine and there's no issues. And, and so they may not actually see the true issues that are, that are you know, hitting our country, right? You know, they don't believe a lot of this stuff because they don't experience like, this This going to sound goofy as all get out. A lot of white people don't believe the Holocaust happened. Like, for real, because they just like, no, I don't believe that could happen. So when they see our struggle, they're like, man, that might have happened. That's so long ago. It doesn't affect you anymore. When it's like, nah, man, like, it's still it's still a lot of racial things happening out here. I mean, it's folks still getting hung. Yeah, yeah and then straight so, up. <laughs> but but let, me, let me ask you guys a question, because he did speak on this. Um, in fairness, just playing devil's advocate here. So when you make a comment like, white people don't feel like Holocaust happened. Mm -hmm. Is that fair in saying that? You know what I'm it's saying? It's not like, fair in saying that because I'm judging them all. But Yeah, and, and I think that's where he came with, yeah. in, a, in a sense, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. And part of what he was saying, he felt like, you know, hey, how can we, I, I don't feel like that, so how can you put me, how can you say all white people? But you know what, I feel like this is the issue. I feel like, I feel like that's a cop out. Oh, no, I don't feel like that, so it couldn't be true. No, that's not, that's not accurate, right? So, no, no. What I'm saying is not that that not that it's true, but how can you say all? I think we. Can. I mean, you technically you can't say all, right? So, but the idea of being on the platform and, and speaking speaking the way he's spoken, touching the issues, he kind of has to. You have to generalize it. But the idea that people can't take in the information based off that general generalization that makes that's what makes it challenging, right? So, right. it's. A lot of times when we hear things, no matter if, if I hear things, if I hear something that Donald Trump goes is, is talking about, I automatically have a certain lens I'm listening for through, sure, listening for sure. through, right? Okay. So it's it's not going to be received. We, I mean, as everyone, we all have to start to figure out how to just listen and hear. Gotcha. And I think the challenge for white folks is, I mean, it's just, we just what we are talking about is privilege, right? So the is and that's what he was talking about. And and, and to and basically. In the conversation I had with him, there was I wanted to I wanted to, you know, come in and be like, no, this is why. But like once again, like I said, I wanted him to talk. So when this is how I feel, and 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 you guys tell me if this is if this is how you guys felt with it when he when when a person gets on a platform like Jesse Williams was on and he generalizes white people, he's talking about uh he's talking about what racism really is. It's saying that it's systematic. 
And when you look at a system just like the, you know, uh, the police state, you look at the judicial system, whatever you when you look at corporate America, who is in charge of corporate America? White people. White people. So when he. Yeah, he said Illuminati. (laughs) So I think when I think when Jesse Williams is speaking, that's what he's talking about. He's not talking about the middle class American who's working hard just like you and I. But this is my thing. When you take offense, like when you get offended by that as a white person, that that brings triggers to me. Like, why are you offended? Like, what's your issue? Well, because they're they're not thinking of the systematic. Like you said earlier, before we even started, you said a lot of people don't understand Mm -hmm. and understand that when you look at this system. Even though they're not a part of the system, but the the system is 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 white. You know what I'm saying? And that's when you start seeing the racism that goes along in it. You know no what I'm saying? No one wants to be grouped in with all that. Like, no, for instance, not at all. Something he brought up on his segment, Weston. Do you want somebody to be like, man, y'all need to quit all that shooting in Chicago? It's not me. So don't group me with the rest of them. Yeah, so, yeah. So yeah. I'm, I, I understood right where there. he was coming from. Yeah, but you know what, sure. though? At the same time, I mean, quite honestly, I feel like that. I mean, just because you mentioned the Chicago piece, I don't take offense to that. I, I look at it more so as if there's an issue that we have with killings and it's black on black for the most part in Chicago. What can we do to fix that? Not why are you talking about black people? Like, I don't look at it like that. So, so, so honestly, so if like, you know, if when the comments made that, you know, you know, these, these blacks are out here, the blacks are out here, the ones committing a crime. You don't ever take offense to that. I mean, honestly, anybody who wants to answer that, I mean, you know. <laughs> I take no offense to it due to the fact that I have something inside of me that's like, I may know someone that's in that crime. You know, they're they not doing what they're supposed to do. And I'm like, how can I do something as a mentor to kind of help them out more? Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of us that may be in a position that maybe we can. So I, could, I just got to. So you don't take offense to racism? I think it's natural. I think we all just kind of prejudge people. I think it's just a human quality. That's a prejudice, though. It is. I think racism prejudice and prejudice is different. Is different. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Go, go ahead. Ultimately, I think a hit dog hollers, right? So if I'm not offended when people say things like that, because, yeah, I'm not in Chicago shooting folks, or I don't have a gun, or I'm not traditionally violent, a violent individual, right? So right. it's for me, like, no, I don't. I don't get offended, but I also in those in certain certain situations, I have not strayed away from educating folks on on factual go. information, right? Gotcha, so, gotcha. In, in interjecting that, taking that opportunity to to make it a space of education as opposed to, oh, black people ain't shooting. Up. I'm not, nah, I'm not offended. I won't keep it on, keep it 100. I gotta keep my head so I can educate them, right? right so that right. we can, so that my energy don't change and they don't want to communicate. And now we ain't getting nowhere. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, no, 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 all the way. Yeah, most definitely. I think that's, uh, I think that's, I think that's, that's, that's actually what we should do. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, Des. Okay. <laughs> I'll wait. Uh, <laughs> just a question for you. Like, how many people do actually, or say that to you that aren't black? Like, how many white people actually say? Zero. None. Well, I mean, you know, so. Well, you may I'm see it on, a, you may see it on like a, a network or something. You know what I'm saying? Okay, you may okay. hear, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think a white person comes up, but I think I have been posed questions like, you know, um, let's just, let's just even tap into the Black Lives Matter conversation. You know what I'm saying? Because I think that has been an ongoing thing. You know, people really not understanding the movement and they, you know, they go into the automatically, they downplay it and say all lives matter. 
you know, why are you saying only Black Lives Matter? You know, we start getting into that conversation. Yeah, but this is the thing with that. And, and this is one thing that, it, and I guess this is completely different, but when you think about people getting so upset about Jesse Williams' comments, you know, think about what happened in Orlando, right? When there right. was a, the gay club was, was shot up or whatnot, you know, and, and the gay community had a great, you know, um, support system and, and showing and, you know, you know, pride and all of that. Right. You know, there was no issue. Nobody had a problem with that. Right. But as soon as, you know, because and the reason why they didn't have a problem with that is because um, I, I think that people are kind of touchy when it comes to that conversation of gay and, and whether it's right or wrong. Go ahead. Okay. And, and so when you think about the, the whole Black Lives Movement thing, for example, you know, why is it that there's an issue when Jesse Williams brings up, you know, a conversation about issues in the black community or, you know, disparities that we're having or, you know, different things like that. I think that it's because, you know, a lot of people still look at the black community as lesser than, you know, and they're not really looking at us as a, a, a full person, really, you know, and so they feel like they can just kind of say, no, why can you speak up for, you, for your community? That's separating. No, but, but you didn't say anything about the whole thing in Orlando. Do you think the Black Lives Matter movement is, um, I think, I think, I mean, you're absolutely right, but do you think that if most black people join the movement of trying to express what the movement is and just kind of like you said, the gay community, the gay community will ride out together. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And I think like, you know, in a fairness, I think like when you see, uh, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement, you know, are all black people riding out with that movement? You know what I mean? But at the same time, I think you still have a large number of download people who are not really identifying as gay. So it really is the majority of gay people really riding out for each other? I don't really know. I mm. think they are due to the fact that yes, they, they it's stick together not, because it's accepted more. No, it's, I, it's I don't more think than it one is. Race. Yeah, like for instance, let's say the owner of Samsung TVs is gay. Mm-hmm. You're gonna ride with him more than he's gonna ride with the gay movement more than black because there's no one up there. Like you, you really ain't gonna go against him. Like okay, he's the CEO of a big company. I'm not gonna go against him. It's kind of easier to just be like. Y'all tripping. Worry about y'all crime y'all got going on. Don't talk about so, separation. So are you making it financial? Is that what you're saying? To an extent, yeah, because it's kind of like... And is it, and is it, and it's, it, and it's basically like a newer movement that where they basically... Not that people have not always been gay, but if you look at the movement, it's more of a newer movement. The gay where, movement? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Then the Black Lives Matter movement? No, no, no. I'm no. I. I mean, I'm not. I'm just saying, like the gay movement in in, in, in general. In okay. general, okay. You know, compared to where we've been fighting and struggling since, right. You know, a long time. Right. I think a lot of times the gay. I don't even. I think it's been more accepted now because they have, they have shown that they can make change. You know what I'm saying? As far as even going to the ballot, but is that ju- change? But is that just because? people are more accepting to that media. or is it because yeah, like media. but they forced media them to, they that. forced people to be accepted to them so why is it not okay for us to force them to be accepted of us oh no i'm i mean no no i'm not saying that you're saying oh, i'm okay. just saying like so why is that like why is it an issue when somebody like jesse williams says what he said when all he's doing is basically the same thing that goes back to marco what says that goes with he says it's not one race because when you start looking at racism that's been deeply rooted for years with the gay movement, there's not one race there. It's just like, hey, there's a lot of people grouped into that conversation. Like for to bring up the Trayvon Martin situation, people instantly was like, well, Trayvon shouldn't have been doing that. Whatever, whatever. 
against gays where it's like, oh, I have so much sympathy. But when you see something happen like that to a black person, media portrays it as, well, what was he doing there anyway? It's, Even if they belong there. You it's know what because I mean? everybody may have a gay person in their family and everybody can identify with that. No one wants their cousin to be the person everybody hates. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean I think that's yeah. I think I think you're right there too. I mean I yeah. think you guys both are right in the conversation of saying, you know, why the movement has, you know, I guess created a bigger buzz than even let's just say the Black Lives Matter movement. But um you know, let's let's get back to Jesse Williams cuz we kind of, you know, we went off. But sure. uh you know, do you think like um what he was saying like let's let's talk about the the part that he talked about um you said he said it wrong with the black women. I was thank you for bringing that up. That's what I said I was going to wait on. So, I don't remember exactly what uh Young Weston said, but he said something about he's like 42. Young Weston. <laughs> <laughs> he's older than me, but Young Weston. Anyway, so he talked about how um he said something about black women. He 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 quoted him wrong and I'm sorry Weston cuz I I don't really remember exactly what you said, but he said that the black woman just stood up automatically. What Jesse Williams was talking about and what he said was that we will do better for you. Thank you for putting everybody else before you, black woman, um, and nurturing everyone before you. We're going to do better as black men, basically, is, is what he was saying, for you. That's not divisive. I think that's saying as, as a black community, black men, we need to step up and we need to do better because, because black women have been really uh, at the forefront of the struggle for so long, right? Right, right. So, I, I mean, I, that kind of just goes back to the misinformation that he has. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he quoted something that wasn't accurate, and he thinks that people didn't really listen or understand to what he was saying. But that's something that if you're, if you're a black person, you understand that. When you think about even, you know, what's usually been the, the backbone of the movement within black people? Church. Who are most people in church? Black women. Yeah. You no, know? no, I think you're absolutely right. But I almost think that where he was coming from was almost like clickbait. In a sense, metaphorically. So what he's saying was, when you say, hey, black women, you know, however he poetic, because it was poetic, you know, it was, it was what Jesse Williams did. Yeah. It was, it was dope. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> I think what he was saying was, if you say to all my black women, you guys are strong, I love you. And he said, that's when they all stood up and start clapping. No matter what he said after that was like, I won them over. You know what I mean? I mean, did anyone, I, I, I guess that's. I, I think that's vibe. where he was kind of coming with it. So he sees a problem with that. You saying? No, I think he was just saying like, no matter what Jesse Williams said that day, it was going to get. Cl- this applause. is this you is what. So saying? basically, once he said, "Black women, I love you." No matter what said after that, they already on his side. Yes, and that's. I think that's where. Okay. Yeah, okay. I, I think that's where he was going with it when he said that. Well, I mean, he didn't say that at the beginning of the speech. He said it kind of in the middle. But what he said was, "Now this is also in particular for the black woman in particular." Who have spent their lifetimes dedicating to nurturing everyone? <laughs> they stood up right themselves. <laughs> okay, this, this is what they yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. We can, we can, and we will do better for you. Like I don't understand why that's a problem. And they did no, stand no. up and they clapped and all of that stuff. So he's saying once again, I don't listening. think. Yeah, no. Once again, I don't think he disagreed with what he said. I think he was just saying like once he said even just black women. I he's like they just stood up and went crazy. No matter what he said after that, you know. And I don't. I I, I just think that he was just basically mm-hmm. saying. That was basically he thought that was the basis of his whole speech. So what like, he's uh, that's that was only a section of the speech that he said. It was only like one line that he said. Yeah, but then yeah. all, but then also you know, there's so much more that he but, said but than is, that. No, this is my, he's just reaching. But no, this, yeah, he's reaching. This that's is my reach. this is my issue though because <laughs> because and I feel like he's he feels like from an intellectual standpoint 
we can't understand what the rest of he said, <laughs> what everything else he said was. Like, I feel like he said, oh, praise black women. So now everybody's on board. It doesn't matter what he says after this. But there was so much more that was said after that mm-hmm. that I feel like the dude that, that Weston missed. And that's that's a problem. And he's, he's basically saying, I feel like this is a complete um, jab at, at, at black people's intellectual competency. Like, that's an issue to me. Mm-hmm. Like, that that's that's not... A good thing to say. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it was one point that, and if I'm jumping the gun, you could tell me. But when he kind of talked about the uh, the the whole imitation is the highest form of flattery portion, um, I didn't agree with that necessarily. You know, he's saying how you know Jesse. I'm not going to be able to quote this exactly, but he was saying something. To, he said something in his speech along the lines of you know people are trying on our culture as if it's a costume or et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, your boy kind of hinted saying, you know, well, why is he saying that? You know, imitation is the highest form of flattery, et cetera, et cetera. And me personally, I don't, I I, I think it's a difference in between imitation versus uh, claiming something as your own. And, And I think that's what Jesse more so was focused on is, you know, let's just talk about cornrows, braids, boxer you know, braids. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that, like, that's what they're called. That's boxer what braids. Kim Kardashian named them, boxer braids. Thank you, dog. Oh Thank God. you. And so, like, we so you saying have like been the, having braids, cornrows for years. So you're saying like the cultural years. for like, centuries, like the the Thank appropriation, you. you know, cultural appropriation. Yeah, and it's like he's he's like you know wow. You know, we're, it's, it's flattery. Why are you saying it? It's like, no, it's because we've been doing this. And then, like you said, Kim Kardashian, and they call it whatever, boxer braids or whatever the hell it's called. I mean, they do it with everything. It's like, they you do know, I mean, and that's just one example. It's just so many things that we have within our culture but that we, we've been doing. Do we all do it? Did you guys hear, and, and I don't know if you guys heard this, but uh, did you guys hear Whoopi talking about this? No. And, no. Yeah, so what she talked about was that, what's wrong with that? Because she was saying, we all do it. She was saying that if you look at a lot of the a lot of the black women, you know, they wear the blonde wig or they get the contacts and they get and and that's not us culturally. But I think that's all part of the systematic oppression that we've dealt with for so long. But is that the same thing of what is that the same thing of what what? You know, basically, we're saying Kim Kardashian did. You know what I'm saying? Because we take it's not not the same thing because Kim Kardashian will be celebrated for. The things that she's doing right so she'll have a million followers she'll have a million likes a sister that puts a, a blonde wig blonde weave whatever blue contacts it's gonna get clowned right. to a certain degree it's not gonna be celebrated to the extent it's not gonna by be who? rewarded yeah, it's not who? Who? It's, clown because but, yeah because but, that seems like that's the thing now though i mean it seems like that's what you know the blonde hair and i think you i think i seen something i think you something you put in uh talking about the context oh yeah i tweeted that joint yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, what i said was (laughs) any person over the age of 21 wearing color contacts to jump off a cliff (laughs) and that's and i I and i surely feel that way because your eyes ain't blue hazel gray green any of that so I mean, it was a thing, you know, back when, hell, I was in middle school, high school, you would see, you know I mean, you would see that, and, you know, we were children, but we were back, kids. Though. It's back though, bro. As you have no business wearing I mean, look at, uh, Hazel like, Eyes like, what's her name? Over um, the age of 21. What's her name's wife? She went. T.I. Tiny. 
I saw that. She made her eyes. Smokey Robinson. She made her eyes. Yes. Yes. Y'all playing. They really wear contacts? No, no, no. She made her eyes permanently like gray. Gray, blue, blue. Whatever. Gray. Like she had surgery done. But is that the. It's not celebrated though, right? So it's like. Is it not though? No, I don't think so. I don't think It's clown. Like he said. Maybe clown is a strong word, but it's it's Kim Kardashian or whomever else are. When they appropriate. Any culture, right? right. It's Kim like, Kardashian. Oh, this is the new, the new trend. This yeah. is what's going on. They had an article earlier this week about how MTV has the new slang out, and one of the slangs was like trash or or dope. One's like uh, I've been seeing Come dope on, since bro. I was in like fifth grade, right? right. And I'm 35, right? And so another example. I mean, it's like it's different. It's celebrated versus. Yeah. No, no, I agree. I mean, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going where yeah. you know where Whoopi went with it, and I and I kind of understood where she was coming from. Because, I understand it because it's like because we know, don't have long blonde. Uh, uh, sh- I, I mean, I really can't. Silky hair. We I really can't respect that. Whoopi's opinion on many things come uh, race relations. Well, I mean, it's not really oh. about. I mean, I'm not really just. I, I mean, I think that point of what she made. I'm not saying I agree with that. everything she says. But no, no. Okay, listen. <laughs> <laughs> he still he came in with a jab said, at Whoopi. Nah. <laughs> yeah, and he left it at that. He's yeah. like, well, nah. I understand on that. <laughs> nah. But nah, man. I mean, I, I, I could kind of. I could. I mean, because I mean, if you want to, if she wants to, you know, say that's like, you know, you think back in the day when. When Cass was wearing the zoo suits, you know, you think Malcolm was getting the perm, the perm in his head. And the, yeah. You know, our, our hair wasn't like that. We wanted to have finer hair, so we getting the perm, et cetera, et cetera. I can see that, but again, like they said, we weren't celebrated for it. We yeah, just, I got you. that's just something that we did. You know, Kim, like she throw cornrows in her head, she get the cover of Vogue or some shit like that. Yeah, you know, no, like, I mean, I think there's on. a lot of things we can discuss that been, you know, that we done culturally is just like, even just like, let's say, you know, even if we look at the the black culture and even maybe the Hispanic culture, when you start talking about big rims and what spinning about rims, stepping? but no, nah, but the big Frank rims, brothers. What about stepping? Like the big rims and the twenty inch rims. Now that's almost stock on most cars. Before it was like that's a black thing. You know what I'm saying? So no, that's just a change in it. I don't no, think that's he, a culture he's going, thing. He's going somewhere with that. Well, I, I think that makes wheels. sense because black people spend more money than anybody else. So what do you do? You put twenty inch rims on something so they're going to automatically. Bro, when I moved to Muncie from Gary. I felt like I was in a twilight zone. It was more white people with rims, braids, beats in the trunk, but why? and all that shit. They got it because from, they want to be black. But this is the thing. You I, go to, you no, go no, to no. Japan. But no, what you're saying, TC, this is, not, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. You're talking about, what you're talking about, the individuals who hung around blacks want to be, I'm talking about now, Chrysler is making that stock. To where their car, they right. they have chrome twenty inch rims on their car, Which again, because we're gonna buy it. Exactly. That's because of okay. black people. Yes, because again, for they sure. Get, they get it from us. No. Think about some. Of we those spend cars. the most money of any other race, bro. Yes. Like, what do we? What do you do? Oh, black people like twenty inch rims with chrome. Well, let's put twenty inch rim, on, chrome on, on our every basic car. car. On every car, and they're gonna buy it up automatically. So I'm not going to the rim dealer. I know to get it. I'm gonna get I it from Chrysler. from Chrysler. Exactly. Yeah. Why cut out the middleman? Let's put it on these cars. They're gonna come get it. I, I can't steal this quote. I got it from Obama, which I'm not sure he got it from. Something he said was black culture is American culture, and they don't. I'm not gonna say they, but that's hard to like digest because you know they said really Little Richard is the king of rock and roll, but who oh. does everyone see it as? Elvis. Elvis. You know what I mean? So I think when you type in jazz, uh-huh. if you type in jazz right now, you will not see Coltrane. You will no. see Kenny G. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like, I think that's where Jesse Yablo. Williams was going, was kind of like, all right, y'all going to give us our due. If y'all going to use our stuff, kind of respect us for it because y'all kind of kicking us to the curve. As he said with the, um, 
you know what he said. He said all romantic. I ain't got that in me right now. But okay, let me, okay. <laughs> but let's let me take it somewhere else. Okay. And there's a couple places that I want to take it. So hey, real quick, can I just say the part that he said because I think it was really good what he said, and I think that everybody who hasn't heard it needs to hear it. Is that okay? Go ahead, bro. All right. He said, "Now the thing is, though, all of us in here getting money, that alone isn't going to mm. stop this. Mm. All right, now let's stop dedicating our let's. All right, now dedicating our lives, dedicating our lives to getting money, just to give it right back for someone's brand on our body, when we spent centuries praying with brands on our bodies, and now we pray to get paid." For brands on our bodies, bars. Yeah, sure. yeah he was. That's saying. legit, right? Okay, yeah, for sure. So let me ask you guys a question. So Jesse Williams, he 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 spits this poetic, like very poetic, super poetic. He was ready. He was ready. Yeah, that he, wasn't off the door. Nah, that wasn't off. He I, thought. I, I'm saying without reading it. Yeah, he he's he, he's he a new style. He's an he actor. He's he a mean, he's a new style freestyle. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, come, yeah. You know freestyle. You yeah. had that written down. That was already a verse. That was already a verse on the album. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna recite this verse. Yeah, I already got yeah, written yeah, for down. sure. So let me ask you guys a question. So okay, he he says this. We we put it all over social media, and you know we have our pump our chest proud moment. Yeah. Now what? It'll be gone by the Kanye concert. <laughs> Straight up. Straight up. I, mean, I think it's interesting about all this, right? So just think about, like, Des made a point a second ago talking about how we buy the most shit. Like, we, we have the yeah, sure. highest level of buying power in this country, right? Um, we, what, 13% of the population, however, however, whatever that percentage is. But uh, if you think about, like, people like LeBron James or Kevin Durant, right? They're getting paid $200 million to... To wear some sneakers, right? Right. And if Nike is willing to pay them two hundred million dollars, I think LeBron. So he, he, he oh, he a got billion. a billion. Whatever yeah, he did it a billion. is, right? Yeah. Um, With a B but money. on the flip, on the flip <laughs> side of that, go ahead, go ahead, think stupid. about when Stephon Marbury tried to sell yes. his own shoes. What happened? Yes. Yes. What, what was, was that? that? What was that? Uh, Stephen Berry's. Stephen Berry's. Remember he had or, the, uh, the Star Berries. Or, or even, or even oh, Shaq. I remember Shaq, them shits, man. Shaq left Reebok. Yes. Shaq. No middleman. His, his, his shoe right now, he puts out, sells it at Walmart. Walmart. And Kmart. It was like Who, his biggest. Which, any, which one of us in this room would rock a pair of Shaqs right now? No exactly. one. No, but, no one. But you know what? I but, saw a post. But Shaq don't need nobody, though. Because no. he's, he's making damn near $200 million off But he's making off money off his That's kicks from kids at Walmart for the people that can't afford Jordans. But Bryce, that's not his point. Kyrie's. That's not his point. That's not his point. His point is what? I mean, my, my point is it's. It's like having that. We have to have that. Be courageous and, and support when people do step out, yes, right? So when yes, you step yes. out, when when you step out, it's not it's not on the low that you know Shaq's making all this money. It's okay. Well, he's stepping out. Like imagine if Kevin Durant and LeBron James went out and and just sold all their own sneakers. But Peep Game. So, but, but Peep Game. Hold, hold on, on that. You so you saying it's our duty. As black people, absolutely. to support, absolutely. no matter what. So what if you don't like it? So no, this is this is this kind of don't like that shit. Hold on, this, hold on, this hold on, hold on, hold on. Ugly. Why don't you like it? <laughs> is the no, question. No, no, no. I'm gonna prove a perfect point right here. It's from Walmart. That's why he don't like it. <laughs> that too. They probably made it from the same people. But exactly. here's my point. Here's my point. And and you guys can relate to this. I have a podcast. Stakes is high podcast. You guys have a podcast. You can't, and we put it on a, a super large platform. Mm. And how much support do you guys get? Right, that's that. We get some, but not what you now, would think you his, should get. Not what you think mind, you should I get. Go, go ahead, Marco. Go ahead, go ahead. That's what I'm, I'm going to tell you. It's nine of us in the Wolfpack podcast. Yes, correct. Ten of us, 
not even gonna say it. nine of us should have at least twenty people liking it. That's an easy number. Yeah, we don't. Yep, I would agree. So it's like I'm the we can't even we come can't on, get man. The people close to relate. So how I go ahead, bro. I sat down and 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 I can put it out here on the air, man, because this is this is what I did, man. I when I first started my podcast, I'm like, yo, there's there's other black other black podcasts in the city. I'm like, yo, why don't we come together and we can create a network? Mm-hmm. You still do your thing. I'm not trying to ask you to be a certain way. Be your podcast. We can create a network to where we can have a platform to where we can support each other. Bro, you know how many people showed up? This is before you guys started you guys' podcast. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I remember. Come on, man. I remember, And man. one of the cats who's doing it the biggest in the city, he plain out said, no. Yeah. I'm good. I'm busy. I feel it. I feel it. Come on, man. I, I, that's 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 not that's not right, bro. I, I will say, Cole. Mm-hmm. Uh, nine people, 20, <laughs> 20 people per Wolfpack person. That's only one eighty. Like, <laughs> yes, yeah, one eighty. Our our Instagram got like five hundred followers. So Does it? we we've yes we've surpassed oh, so we've surpassed that. So I can't really say so that. So of those Instagram followers, are they all listeners? Or, or did they just like your Instagram yeah, because they know you? Listens. Listen, I, no. Five hundred listens on the on the actual or five hundred plays on, on the actual, one episode. That's different. No, you, you see no. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's I mean, and, and to the defense, to the defense of the individuals, everybody doesn't listen to podcasts. They don't. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm okay with that, man. I like I told you guys before, man. I just do this so I can put out good content. If you like it, you listen, you listen. I just want to do it because I love doing this. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. I love having these conversations we having right now. So. I mean, it's just it's just a point of what Brian was saying. Yo, man, we have to begin to say, you know what, man? Forget the Nikes, man. I'm going to get these shacks. Yo, this goes back to a point that I made <laughs> no, a long... No, no, no it, it really goes back to a point I made a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting no shacks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting some $30 trucks. <laughs> Straight up. It really goes to a point that I made a long time ago. I think on the last podcast episode I may have been on, we talked about um, something. And I was talking about gentrification, maybe. And how, you know, as black people, when we quote unquote make it, we move to the burbs, right? Like we move to Carmel and Fishers oh, and yeah. stuff like that <laughs> instead of like living in the city, right? Uh-huh. So how do we expect change in the city or, or from the black community when everybody's leaving that quote unquote makes it, right? So hold on, hold on, Terrence. Hold on, TC. <laughs> hold on. So this is the thing, right? So, so just imagine, so just imagine if you were to go back to Gary. Mm-hmm. Just imagine, and you were to live in the hood where you grew up, mm-hmm. right? And that little boy who goes to school every day, what's he saying right now? He's saying probably some some guy on the corner slanging dope, mm-hmm. and he sees that guy has the coldest whip. He got all the chains. He got all of this, right? Mm-hmm. So to him, that's success. Okay. But imagine if you were to live there in that in that same neighborhood, and you were to like leave work, leave the house every day, go to work. You got I know you don't wear suits to work, but imagine if mm-hmm. you did. Right. Right. You would go with your briefcase, you leave with your suit on every day. That's giving him a brand new view of what success is. But this right. is the problem that I have with that conversation. I, I agree. I see where you're going with that. But let me tell you something. If Jesse Williams would have came up here, came up and did his speech, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Look poetic. We, we loved it. Mm-hmm. But if that next act was jay-z and he was like yo me and beyonce has an album coming out we have blah 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 and whatever it is that would have been bigger news i guarantee you it would have been bigger off, news. Off, two off, things that people are talking about from the bt wars jesse williams and pan yeah, and uh designers. Yeah. oh and beyonce kendrick and beyonce, yeah. 
Yeah, but I'm saying, if Jay Z would have made some outstanding announcement, like "Yo, we mm-hmm. great do a fifth me and me and B," it would have been bigger news than that, bro. Yeah. People would have been like, "Yo, I'm great spin." You know, I don't know, I don't know though, and this is why because white people actually paid attention to it because they didn't like it. Not all white people. I know some white people are okay. Yeah. I know, but yeah. like, I think they didn't like it because they got grouped in. They're like, "Wait a minute, that's not me." Right. So it makes you pay attention by grouping them together like that. Right. I, I kind of want to go off of what 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 Dad said before we get too far away from it, as far as you know. Someone living in the hood or an environment they came from to be that example. I think it's it's, it's a risk versus reward for uh, sure. situation. A- and, absolutely. And then it's like okay, you know, it's it's a big risk. You know what I mean? It's like all right, you know, you gotta I like, start thinking I, about your kids, you do, what school system right, they're going to. You gonna think about that, yes, you are gonna think about your family, your personal belongings, your lifestyle, um, and and risking all that just to impress or to change the view of someone that may or may not even really care. You know what I'm saying? So how many people are you going to get to have that mentality? Like, all right, I'm... That's where, example, the, that's, that's where the risk and the war comes that, in. Exactly. I, I, I get you. That's like me staying, staying where I just moved from. You know, like, my, so, my crib got robbed. My dog got kicked in while I was at work trying to make a living. But, but I, if so, we all... I get where Dez is coming from. Where Dez is coming from, if we all think nah. like that, that's when change happens. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, so that's why it definitely has to be a collective effort, right? So it can't be. Yeah, exactly. How do you used. get that collective effort? That's the question, right? I don't think so I can do it here and just I'm not keep, from here. And if we just keep it 100 going off the point you're making, like as a person that just bought a crib, right? When you statistically, if you get over 9% black in any given neighborhood. Your value goes down. Your value goes down. Over 9%. So as much as I want to be around my black folks. If I get more than nine percent, ten percent, the value t- property value goes down twenty, thirty thousand dollars. But are you looking to leave, or like you got to get there and be ready to stay? Like, so what is over nine percent? You got to be like, well, I'm gonna be here until I'm until I'm not here. But you the know thing I mean? is, now he's home. waiting on everyone else to make the change, like he did. Ah, okay. So now right. your neighbors aren't cutting their grass. They got cars. They got parties. You can't sleep because it's gunshot. You know what I'm saying? So therefore, right. you have to wait on. Hey, y'all, come on, collectively, man. Let's go back and move to the hood, yeah. all of us right now. You or, know what I'm saying? Or even just think, just think about like me and Des met in St. Louis, uh, North St. Louis. Mm. Us collectively in this room right now, probably what we got in our pockets, got enough to buy a crib in that area of town. Right. So mm. it's like thinking about, you know, early on before things get gentrified, when when the property value is over, it's low. Yeah, for like sure. we, we could you, we could go in there and change those kind of things. We could do those kinds of things. But people aren't necessarily willing to take that L, take that risk. But and the, it is. Yeah. And everybody. And, and that's a. I mean, it yeah. is a challenge. Right. So it, but it's, the thing, it's something it that's a, a real concern for everybody. But this is what happens. And this is when I always go back to the systematic racism. What has to happen is individuals don't have to do it. Business has to say, you know what? I'm a business. I'm going to go clean this, you know, 19th in college out. And like you just said, it, it changes the whole. They have to start putting in programs. They have to start putting in because businesses is who control that. They're so like, why is it that? Is it, is, it a, is it just a numbers game? Why is it that gentrification is happening? Why are majority it's about money, people who are not? I mean, we spend the most money out of anybody. Why can we not use those funds towards, yeah. you know, towards that goal? For sure, for sure. Um, let's, uh, let's, <laughs> TC, what you doing, man? <laughs> we got some hookah going on and um, a couple drinks, so, you know, we're having a good time here. But, I, I fellas, I, got, I have about 
about 15 more minutes. And I want to get on this. I want to get on this before we go. Um, Marco and I, we talked about before we got started, I was saying the Steph Curry effect. You know, Jesse, Jesse had the Steph Curry effect. And what I mean by that, you want to go ahead and explain it? So, or you want me to go ahead? You do, you'll do okay. Better. So the Steph Curry effect was that I was saying how, and I use Steph, Cor- Steph Curry as the metaphor because Steph Curry is the new big thing in the in the NBA. You know, he's he's safe. You know, he he he's he has this innocent baby face. He has the blue eyes. He's light skinned. Yeah, light skinned. <laughs> you know, and he, he his wife is his kid. His daughter's beautiful, and you know. America accepted Steph Curry with no hesitation. Not only that, not only that, he's an outstanding basketball player. He did some amazing things. But when you start looking at the LeBron and you start looking at some of the other players, LeBron's this humongous kid, you know, humongous guy who's coming to the NBA as a kid and basically tattooed humongous. And when you look at it, you know, he has been probably the most hated on athlete I, I've I've ever known in 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 sports, you know, so and he's been with his wife since high school. High school. High school. He has two sons. He puts him in his puts him in his in his all his commercials. He doesn't get in trouble. He doesn't get in trouble. Never been in a scandal. He's taken his high school boys and turned them into his business. But he's the most hated. So is that why do you guys think that? Basically, what I'm saying, Jesse Williams had that. Is it because? He had the Steph Curry effect because there's been many other people. Killer Mike, um, uh, who's some other people that's had this conversation? We had David uh, Banner. Yeah, David, David Banner. You know, so many other people. Why is it that now that it's Jesse Williams is saying it? Is it because he's safe? You know, what I, don't, too? I don't agree with that. I think if you, I mean, being <laughs> in, being in St. Louis, like if you follow Jesse Williams, like you can. You can see that he is an, he is an activist, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure, right? for so sure. It's like I think I don't think and Steph Curry, like that man hit four hundred threes. Like he's a good ass basketball player. I don't think we should discredit. But how is LeBron Absolutely. the most hated? Like LeBron I don't, is I don't just think, hated, and I think that's a strong. LeBron. LeBron the most hated? Yeah, LeBron's oh, hands yeah. down, hands down. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with him. I don't know I about mean, being the most. He has a billion dollar. He has a billion dollar lifetime Nike contract. He's the only player that he has been. There was a list by Forbes made. There was the top five most hated. Uh, figures in entertainment. LeBron was on that top five. Yeah. And the t- other people that was with him was Kobe, who was b- right after his cheated on his wife, the whole Denver thing. You had Tiger Woods. Floyd Mayweather cheated right on, his wife, cheating on his wife. <laughs> Floyd Mayweather beat his wife. I mean, these, Not, are, these are some and LeBron, individuals. Why is LeBron on that list? I, they just don't like LeBron. Come on, man. I don't, I don't, I don't think that. Look, y'all, look, look, y'all being safe right now. I'm, 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 y'all being safe. Y'all being safe. Is it safe to disagree with you? Who being safe? Y'all being up. Hold on, let Marco go. They just know like LeBron because he's big, black, and intimidating. And he's always been. Thank you. That's all I'm saying. Okay. No, I'm saying, I'm saying, Brian and TC are being safe. Even think of LeBron like. He's cover Vanity Fair. LeBron started somewhere. He's like giving. And he looked like a gorilla when they had him with the white one. Oh, they did. They did. That was fucked up. <laughs> they, they they did the side by side of the, of the so of the, so let me yeah. let me clarify something really quick and I and I'll, I'll speak to this because well, I made how y'all define hate I guess is my question so let me let me say this real quick I, I made this post or I copied this post and I thought it was a really good post full disclosure I thought it was a really good post um it said something to the effect of Kendrick and uh, hey. David Banner have been saying the same message as as Jesse Williams basically uh, same Samuel message Jackson. you know. It's not the time to divide. Killer Mike. So, so yeah, exactly what you're saying. So, 
I thought it was a really good post, full disclosure. But then I have I had a good friend who's who's an, an activist as well and, and a feminist and um it really brought something to my attention and I didn't even think about it like this. And I think a lot of people don't think about it like this. The difference between what Jesse Williams said and what those other people have said is, is the 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 woman portion, right? So the leadership of women um in the black movement the difference was was that Jesse Williams really made a point that yo y'all have really led this and we apologize and we need to do better as black men a lot of these other guys have have said or done things that are kind of not representative of or shown homage to black women so the way he looks has nothing to do with you don't think i don't think it's the same thing now i do i do think that the fact that he's a light-skinned dude he's and his mama is white he's it makes sense yeah, yeah but i don't want to get confused and say that everybody's been saying the same message at the same time i think that yes they mm -hmm. may have some you know some things that they've said in the public that say you know okay black power basically or or you know we can do better as black people but i feel like there's some differences there still in the message i get where you're going with that yeah I'm, I'm not talking about the context of what he said i'm talking about basically but i think that's the problem i think that's the problem though i think that we, we group them all in one in one in one group when it's not the exact it's not the same message per se because because a piece Le go ahead go ahead, go ahead. what i stand on lebron though lebron really don't talk he he does with actions like he has people going to college he has people getting GEDs. Hell. He spent, he sent over, what, was 1,100 kids to college? Well, he will. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, even in the Trayvon Martin thing, he showed that he supported with the with the hoodie. Like, yeah, hands he, up. He, the whole, he, he showed, I can't breathe. Like, LeBron does it with actions without really talking. Mm -hmm. Man, J. Like, Cole was down like there with them with Mike. Mike got exactly. J Cole was down there, and I think they. But yeah. I think J Cole. I, mean, I, I think J Cole's makes he makes a decision not to be in the spotlight. I, I think agree. that I think I think he does. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think when we get in the conversation about you know was this message accepted because he, he's light skinned, he's wholesome, and all these kinds of things, I think we told a line to diminishing. You know what I'm saying? Like what they what the, what they're doing, right? Yeah. So it's I mean Stephen Curry. I mean he may be light skinned. I mean, but he's a good-ass freaking basketball player. He works his ass off. He didn't broke his own three-point record with three Man. years in a row. He didn't won a championship. He won MVP. We've accepted like, that. I think right, we've so accepted that. I guess what that. I'm saying is, and when you talked about the most hated list, four out of those five dudes have done some despicable-ass shit. But LeBron hasn't. That's my point. But, and, and, I think, and, I don't think, and I don't think he's hated in the same way that those other four people were hated. But he's on that list. I think LeBron is hated because I, I think there's a couple of different things. I think that, I can tell you I think, why LeBron. I think hated. I think I can tell you why LeBron's hated. Why? LeBron is hated because he's always been the best. He's always been the best ever since he was little. People want a struggle. Steph Curry is loved because Steph Curry wasn't supposed to be in the NBA. Remember, they were like, he's not going to make it. Fragile they and shit. He's fragile. They love Jordan because Jordan's father was, he, you know, he, he, he had to raise his family off a of post office. He got cut oh, in high school. Grade, yeah. yeah, he got cut in high school. Why they don't like Kobe? Because Kobe has always been the best. You're Kobe was an asshole. But yeah. I'm just saying. I'm say, you, don't, you, don't, you don't really think it's that surface, do you? <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is, no, I'm not saying that. But my thing is, you... No one likes a person who's always been the best. They want to see people struggle. loved Tiger Woods before he cheated on his wife. They <laughs> that's, loved that's very true. black and white people loved 
I'm sorry. They love Tiger Woods before he cheated on his wife. Okay, the reason okay, why we'll they play. love Tiger Woods they, they because Tiger them. Woods he cheated on a white woman. No, but the thing why they love Tiger <laughs> Woods. No, 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 no. The reason why they love Tiger Woods is because Tiger Woods still had a struggle in a white game, and he just became the best in that sense. So the struggle was where was his struggle? Him being a black person in a white man's game. No. So people love the underdog. They used to Tiger. hate Tiger. They used to want to get him drug tested just because he was physically more gifted than them. The reason they love that, the reason they hated LeBron, man, because he's always been the best. When but, has LeBron not been the best? But I, I just think the idea, like LeBron's hate, is different than all the other people's hate. I, I, I think in the what media, is the re- why do I you think, hate him? Why do people I, hate him? I think in the media, he's. Ex- I think he's well accepted in the media. I think he's. Uh, I, I think he's well. I mean, it took him a while to get there. It I, took I, him no, this I win. Think, this I think in the, no, I think in the, I think in the media he's he's very well accepted. I think that I think that when you look at like fans, maybe he yeah, may be. They hated. were calling him the biggest loser ever, bro. That's Who, what they bro? Job is to do. Yeah. Yes, they were because he kept losing. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He, he the man had two. The dude had two rings before he even got before this last ring, bro. I mean, How he's the biggest you, loser? They did it because he's ring, been to what six championships. Jersey, man. Six, Come on, man. They, they hated the dude, man. They were burning KD's jersey yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> because a man made a decision on what he wanted to do. That's why they hated that. But anyway, man, the whole sports but, entertainment industry is just is fraud. But I just anyway. always felt that man. Straight up. Yeah, I just always <laughs> think that it was so unfair for LeBron to get the hate that he got, man. And you know, for like I said, a couple years he was on that Forbes list as the most hated athlete. I'm just like, why? I don't, hate, I don't like this. for Jesse to get. Yeah, yeah, man. good point. Yeah, I don't yeah. even like the Steph versus Brian argument. because well, like, they were just the two best in the league. That's why. Yeah, it wasn't. No, it just was that I just don't like what when people that? try to compare the two. Even even Brian kind of kind of you know when when Steph got the MVP and, and Brian was kind of throwing his little sideline yeah. shade. Like I mean that's why you talking about the most valuable. You know what I'm saying? It's like man, get a, give him his peas, man. No, I mean I think like, it, what was it though? Steph bro? is uncanny. Brian has been sh- the best in the league for years, and then this guy comes out of nowhere and just. You know, was the best. He Balling was the MVP. Out, like not, not just oh, he guy, was the MVP. Light skin, he got light eyes. He's the best. Nah, this nah, maybe that's why he's right. Killing. His skin, this his man eyes. is killing. Nah, I right. think I think Steph Curry's safe, bro. He's a safe. He's safe. Nah. He's very safe. What, what makes him safe? What makes him safe? What makes him safe? He grew up in a two parent household. He he's light skin. He has blue eyes. That's he's, that's what I've been saying. But look at his. Records. It's not. It's not just about. It's we not agreed ju- on. Look that at though. his records, though. Yeah, we agreed on. Love that. you. Act like he ain't got accomplishments. <laughs> he tried to create an argument. They tried to create an argument. Accomplishments. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and we agreed. I bet. There is accomplishments. You can't. You can't use Kobe's hated. Why? Because he had. He had a damn rape charge. Like that's hard. That's hard. I don't to, think the accomplishments matter. That, that's hard to accept. You feel me? You can't. It's, it's hard to. Dude, LeBron has millions of records, bro, and he still hated. No, we don't. Well, I got some records. He ain't got the ones that Steph got. <laughs> what three point? That's Definitely it. Three point. <laughs> what are you talking? Yeah. About? Don't listen to TC. He doesn't. He knows nothing about basketball. I know or everything. Sports in general. I am right. I am correct. I guess, I guess Google is your friend. I, I am correct. What I'm is, is, I guess we just we just disagree. Let on me level tell you. Hatred. Let me every, tell you. Every something. record Steph got, Bron ain't got. If you argue with someone, right they, or wrong. Let me tell you something. <laughs> right if, or wrong. If you argue with somebody and they act like they texting, nah, they googling they that shit. Hey, I ain't got no phone in my hand. I got this hookah in my reference. hand, okay? Go ahead and check <laughs> right it out. Right now. All right, fellas. Look, look, man. We're getting to the time, man. So, any last words, man? I mean, I think, you know, we've touched on a lot of things, man. And uh, at Weston, I really appreciate you opening up and giving your, you know, your point of view, man. And, um, you know, I think I, I think that is a conversation we had to have, you know. And I'm glad we were able to have that conversation. 
Um, any last words? Brian, you got any last words? Nah, man. Just enjoy myself. Cool, man. Cool, man. Des, welcome back, man. What you got? I appreciate it, man. I, I mean, I think at the end of the day, it's all about, uh, like, kind of like Brian said earlier, having the conversation and really being honest about what makes you uncomfortable, right? And, what you said? And, and Weston having it. No, in general. Oh, okay. okay like, what, what makes you uncomfortable as a person and, like, having that conversation to try to fix that because, I mean, we're here. I'm not going anywhere outside of the United States in terms of living, so, I mean, we got to learn how to live. Together. What can we do to yeah, make yeah, it sure. a better situation, right? And just be honest with each other. Go Donald Trump. <laughs> what? Nah, I'm just playing. I'm just Please say you're just playing. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> Marco T.C. Uh, Trump win, I'm moving to Canada. Here you go. I'm moving to Toronto. Yeah, nah, you ain't no, doing nothing. For, help, for free health care. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wolfpack Lounge, what y'all got, man? What's, what's, what? Any last words? First and uh, foremost, thank you for having us. No doubt, man. No man, doubt. We got to do this Definitely again. appreciate it, dog. For sure. Great idea. Love collab is what it's about, you know. Two groups meeting up, same goal, making some things happen, giving some great content, great conversation. Right on. Hopefully, you know, our listeners out there appreciate, you know, what we're doing, what we have to say, and uh, you know, we gain some followers, gain some traffic. That's 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 what it's about, man. Cool, man. Marco, anything? To go back into Jesse. It may have not took a, you know, struck anything with somebody, but you never know who that reached. And all I got to reach is that one person. You know what I yeah. mean? For them to, yeah. for it to have an effect on them. Oh, we know Weston could be the one person. For sure. And that's all it takes. So it's good that conversation is had. Don't mm-hmm. be afraid to ask. Right on, man. But shout out to Weston, man. Yeah, appreciate true, that. True. Appreciate Straight the honesty. Up. Definitely. Hey, hey, everybody out there listening, man. Um, I mean, the only thing, the last thing I have to say, man, please support black business. You know, these are these podcasts that we're doing, man. We're black owned. We're pushing it. You know, there's no one. I don't have a machine behind me. I'm doing this all myself. It's same as with these guys. Please, you know, you know, just t- click it. Listen, man. If you know someone else that might be entertained by this, you know, pass it on them. Send them the link, mm-hmm. you know. So, you know. Um, every, like, share, subscribe. Yeah, please, please, please. Uh, everyone listening, if you're a new listener, please go to whatever listening device you're on right now. Go to the SoundCloud app. Find me there. Stakes is high podcast. Uh, th- to the Apple users, go to your uh, Apple application. Uh, you have a podcast. For most of the new phones, you have the podcast app or iTunes. Uh, find me there. You have to put Stakes is high podcast. There's another Stakes is high out there. But make sure you put Stakes is high podcast. You can find me there. Wolfpack Lounge, where, they, where can they find you guys one more time? That's, again, Wolfpack Lounge, Wolfpack spelled W-L-F-P-K. Wolfpack Lounge, one word. iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the same handle. Wolfpack Lounge, at Wolfpack Lounge. So look us up, man. Uh, follow, listen, subscribe. We try to give you a lot of content. Uh, a lot of just random conversation, especially via our Facebook page, man. So go ahead and follow there, like that, and you can kind of uh, catch us from there. So yeah, bam, bam. We, we appreciate you all. Um, we appreciate Stasis High. Yes, sir. That's what it's about. All right, man. Thank you guys for listening. Peace. Peace out. Peace.